0: Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with me, Vincent DiCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer, and Rollin Warren, CareNet's President and CEO. On this episode of CareCast, Rollin and I talk about what Adams can teach us about the family and why family revisionists are wrong about the future of the family. Okay, so you know, Roland, here at CareNet, we like to talk about the importance of marriage and father involvement, and, and the importance of, of strong families in terms of uh, right. you know raising children. You know, we often try to say it's pro abundant life. Work at here, here at CareNet. It's not just about saving a baby, but about raising a child, right? And you know, you and I worked together in the National Fatherhood Initiative for over a decade together. Yes, yes, we did. It was the the best or worst ten years of my life. I haven't haven't decided yet. uh, uh, It's like a fine wine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It got better with age. Apparently, (laughs) it got better after you left. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, So yeah, Yeah. no. But jokes aside. if any, if our work at National Fatherhood Initiative taught us anything, right. is that there are just reams and reams of social science research out there about the benefit that the married family, married mother and father, yes. have for the well-being of children and frankly the well being of mothers and fathers as well, so men, women, and children all do better um, within that within that structure on average, across every measure of societal well being so if you look at economics, physical health, you know incarceration rates, poverty, all these all these measures of child and family well being um, when children are raised by their own two married parents. Uh, they, they excel in all, of, in all of those things. And actually, especially as it relates to our issue, I think there was a study that found that girls who grew up in father absent homes are actually seven times more likely to become pregnant as teenagers yes. than girls who grow up with both their mother and their father. Um,
1: yeah, no, so, it really, it's just, it's kind of an amazing thing. And that's why when, you know, when I came to to Care Net, I, I, you know, having God kind of led me through the, the fatherhood work uh, for, you know, 12 years, helping me connect the dots between, you know, father involvement uh, and some of the most intractable social ills, but not just father involvement, but married father involvement and how important that is, because I found a lot of folks in the fatherhood work wanted to talk about fatherhood, mm-hmm. but didn't want to talk about marriage, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of a thing, or wanted to talk about strong families, but didn't want to talk about marriage. Mm-hmm. They wanted to talk about strong relationships, but didn't want to talk about marriage, uh, when the reality uh, is that, that mar- marriage is the best societal glue to connect fathers to their kids heart to heart. And as you said, we see that across every psychological, social, educational, uh, and emotional uh, measurement of child well-being. Mm-hmm. And there's benefits of marriage for men, there's benefits of marriage for for women so yeah, it really yeah. is an important uh thing for us to continue to connect to issues and certainly to the life issue as well
0: yeah absolutely and so uh, I,
1: I had an epiphany
0: about a yeah, month or so ago this
1: thought was so clever yeah it's so was, rare <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it it stood out because it was f- one of those um, once every five years That's i have right. an epiphany no, you're, uh, you're smart guy. yeah
1: <laughs> and Come
0: so so this particular epiphany um, yeah. i'll have another one in five years so yeah just stay tuned for that um was uh, you know we we talk about the the, the the importance of the nuclear family right so basically we're using an analogy of the atom basically to talk about the family right
1: when we're talking about nuclear right when yeah. we're
0: talking about nuclear family right so that's the nucleus right um, and so if if you remember your high school science classes basically the nucleus is made up of protons and neutrons right. which are the heaviest um, and then in the in, in there's two basically two clouds of electrons orbiting. Uh, the, the nucleus and those mm-hmm. are those are the electrons and they're lighter um, and so they're they're basically go- you know orbiting around the nucleus in an inner orbital and an outer orbital and they're held in place essentially the electrons are held in place by something called the strong force the strong force the strong force which is exerted by the nucleus right wow. right so so this is a system this is a system and it right. is the very building block of the atom which of course is the building block of all matter and matter and matter matters matter matters. Yeah. So, so basically so, nothing can exist without matter obviously and matter can't exist without atoms and so this is like the building block right so
1: this is like the core like getting around down to the it's the core principle yeah
0: that of physics which wow. is you know the the physics is literally you know physical existence right wow um and so uh and the thing that struck that struck me is we often hear sort of from i don't know the cultural elite, if you want to kind of use that term, about how the nuclear family is, is no longer relevant. The nuclear family is dead. We don't need the nuclear family. We have extended families. We have the village. We have the community at large. We have all these other things. We have government programs, et cetera, that can take the place of the nuclear family and just sort of raise our children, right? Right. Um, but if you just look back to that, uh, that, that lesson that we learned from physics, you can't actually have the electrons, right, all these things that surround the nucleus, without the nucleus. Exactly. Without the nucleus, the electrons literally would just kind of disperse because yes. there would be no strong force holding them together. So the very analogy that yeah. kind of family revisionists want to use to talk about the end of the nuclear family actually proves that you can't actually have all those other things, the community, the extension, the, the extended family, the, the village. You can't actually have those things. Those things cannot exist without the nucleus, Not which is the any, nuclear family. Right,
1: exactly, without in, any structured way. Yeah. I mean, that's why I thought what you said was just so amazing and so, and so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, because It's so true because when what happens is we're saying, well, it doesn't matter whether we have that, that core nucleus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we still want those electrons, so to speak, or the rest of society to be structured properly. Mm-hmm. And take that out. So what we try to do mm-hmm. is instead of focusing on strengthening the mm-hmm. nucleus, if you will, the right. nucleus family, we yeah. celebrate its demise. Yeah. But then when we start to see the chaos, what do we do? We try to expo- We try to basically impose structure from outside. From so outside. it's like so. It'd be the analogy would be like trying to get the electrons yeah. to to do what they're heard, supposed to do. Herd the electrons. Herd the electrons
0: and have them orbit around something that's no longer there. Exactly. Because what is it that the electrons are supposed to orbit around? Exactly. Exactly,
1: because yeah. they're drawn to that. Yes. It's it's a force. Yes. So you're saying, well, we don't care about that. So you don't need to you don't need to kind of organize your life around mm-hmm. your family, your mother and your father, and mm-hmm. and and God's designed for that. Mm-hmm. We want to pull that out. That's you yeah. know that's not necessary. That's not essential. Right. It's nice if you have it, but yeah. not essential, right? Right. right. But yeah. we still want you know great societies, yeah. low crime. Yeah. Healthy children. Yep. I mean, yep. all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So we're going to try to impose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That structure from the outside.
0: Right. Right. We're going to try to hurt all those electrons and keep them in in place and ignore the very thing that actually naturally keeps them in place. And, and the thing that I wrote, yeah. I actually wrote about this on our blog. The thing that I wrote about is that we're we're definitely not saying that you know extended family aunts uncles etc are an important we're not saying that the community isn't important and I say in my piece that you know I, I rely on my my parents my my in-laws uh, my neighbors and friends sure. to help me raise my children but their their contributions to my children's li- lives only have meaning within the structure that my wife and I have created. Exactly. Right? W- again, without that nucleus of our marriage to each other in which we were raising our children, all those other contributions either can't happen, won't happen, have less meaning, don't have a structure in which to— give meaning into my, cho- bring meaning into my children's lives. So it's like, again, yeah. f- we're trying to defy the laws of physics, essentially, yeah. by saying we want to have all the electrons, but we don't want the nucleus.
1: We don't want the nucleus. And then the question becomes, well, why? Right. And like you're thinking mm-hmm. about just as an electron. Well, why should I orbit here?
0: Right. Uh, yeah.
1: I don't want to orbit here. Yeah. I want to orbit someplace else. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so you give me and, my freedom. Yeah. And if your body was to just all of a sudden your electrons would say, well, you know what, I really don't want to, kind of revolve around the nucleus of, I'm just going to, Mm -hmm. I mean, your entire body would just, all matter would absolutely collapse upon itself. Right. And that's basically what happens. Mm -hmm. And you see that happening Mm -hmm. in families, and then you see that happening, it kind of goes out, right? Mm -hmm. You see that happen in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If the couple doesn't think, you know what, we are the nucleus and walk in the fullness of that, and we need to do what we need to do to be that positive force. Mm -hmm. right? That That, strong force. That strong force for for our family and for our children. We don't think that's important, so divorce or whatever kind of structure Mm -hmm. we want to do. And then, and then we, so, so they do that. So there's not the order there. And then the kids are saying, well, then why should we, what what are we trying to aspire to be? What are we supposed to be? What are we kind of, how are we organizing our life? And why should we organize our life this way? So then you lose that structure. And then when the, when they won't function in within the family structure that way, well, then they won't function in the community that way. Then the community says, well, why should we be trying to, I mean, Mm -hmm. it becomes just this whole situation where it just folds upon itself Mm -hmm. and you end up with chaos chaos and, and, and we, end with, we, end we see chaos. that in too many communities we, across absolutely. the country today yeah
0: as a result of the dissolution of marriage father absence all these other issues um, yeah. and you know so our you know again our thing here at Carinet is um, that these institutions are incredibly important um, and as it relates to to our issues specifically um, they're, they're an installation of against unplanned pregnancies. Right. They're an in insulation against abortions. They prevent future abortions. Children raised in those environments are less likely to become pregnant as teens, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it's directly related into the work that we're doing here at CareNet. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, just, you know, even looking beyond that, it's just, you know, w- we want healthy children in a healthy society. And we know from now, what, about 50 years of social science research now, right. going on 50 years of social science research, that this is the best environment in which to raise children i think if we had this much evidence for just about anything else in our society yeah. people would be clamoring for we it's like you know like smoking once we got all the the evidence yeah. that smoking was bad for you our entire country culture research medicine everything all the institutions of culture businesses turned around and said people have to stop smoking because we have evidence that smoking on average is bad for you right we have just as much evidence yeah. that children do best when raised by their own two married parents. But we come up with all kinds of weird excuses yeah. to not actually talk about why that's important and rely on all these other things that are just bad replacements, essentially. Absolutely. Sometimes necessary. Absolutely sometimes necessary. Yeah. But it should not prevent us from, again, talking about this high idea that we talk about all the that's
1: time. That's right. And, and and really encouraging and inspiring kids to want to, to live that, to, to, to basically to be a strong force. Within yeah. their family as yeah. well. Yeah. Because uh, it was modeled for them yes. uh, by the parents that God put in their lives. So.
0: Indeed. Yeah. So again, you can check out this piece on, on our blog, the Abundant Life blog at care net.org. And it's called What Adams Can Teach Us About Marriage. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So check that out. Excellent and, work, Mr. Dutero. Yeah. There's a little call to action there at the end as well. And so, yeah, check that out on our blog. And we'll see you guys next time. Yep. We hope you learned something from this week's Carecast. We hope you join us for the next episode.